Good morning, girls and boys. I think it's fair to say that a recurrent theme of these assemblies over the years is language. Sheer exhilaration in language, the misunderstandings of language, the intricacies and delights of grammar, uh, and of course the joy of learning a new language. And uh, then of course there's English itself with its endlessly expandable capability, uh, its magpie-like ability to absorb words from other languages. But where did all these other languages come from? It's generally considered, believe it or not, that there are at least six and a half thousand languages in the world, possibly even nearer seven thousand, seven thousand languages in the world. And of course, each and every one of them makes the world a, a diverse and, uh, and beautiful place. Now, many of you speak two or three or even more languages, but I wonder how many you think you could speak. Um, the most remarkable linguist I ever knew was a man called Bobby Brenner, and he spoke 18 languages, and I mean, really well, uh, with complete mastery of about half of them. Uh, in one evening, I would um, hear him answer the phone and he'd speak Portuguese and then Russian and then German and then Japanese and then Chinese. It, it was quite extraordinary. Um, for the human brain can do exceptional things, if we train it, of course. Um, but where did all these languages come from? Well, this is really where I'd like to refer you to the Bible and in particular, the Old Testament and the book of Genesis. And Genesis was a means of explanation for the world for, for many thousands of years. Now, the account of how language languages began, that account differs from the account that modern scientists and thinkers give us. It's a bit like uh, the, the Big Bang. That's the explanation for how the world began that uh, modern scientists give us. And the Bible tells us that in the beginning there was a void and God created darkness and light and the world was created in six days with God resting on the seventh. Um, there's a difference between the scientific explanation and the biblical. Um, and the, the same is true with the origins of language. Um, today it's studied by ethnologists, professors of linguistics around the world, and there are sort of family trees of language. Um, but there's also an explanation for the many different languages in the book of Genesis. And some of you will know it, and I, I wish to tell it to you now. Uh, if you type Tower of Babel into a search engine, uh, you will see, and particularly if you click images, I mean, you'll see many, many paintings uh, that uh, have been drawn and, and designed throughout throughout history. It's a very powerful story. There's one in particular by Bruegel uh, that's very fine in, in, indeed. Um, some of you younger students may wish to draw your own picture this weekend of the Tower of Babel and send it to me. Uh, and I hope you will, especially if you're inspired by the story. So I'm going to tell you the story now. And it takes place really after the, after the Great Flood. You all know the story of, of Noah uh, and, and the Ark and so on. And at this time, everyone spoke the same language and they understood each other perfectly. And in those days, the people of the earth, they wandered westwards looking for a place to settle. And eventually they came to a plain in the land of Shinar. And they said, how beautiful a city would look here in this place, in this wilderness. 
And instead of trees and grass, we will have avenues and houses. We'll build a great wall around the city to, to protect us. And we will make domes that gleam in the sun and gardens and fountains to cool us after our work. And we will sink wells deep into the earth and we shall build towers that reach high. Um, and we will begin, these, 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 these men and women thought, we will begin by, by building a tower that will be so high that it will reach to God himself. Now, the problem is, is that the people on earth, they didn't consult God. And um, after a while, God came to look at the city and he looked down and he could see these men and women building this tower, getting higher and higher. And um, God was not very happy about it. If men can do this, God said to himself, there is nothing that they won't be able to do. And he was thinking of a, of a way of stopping them from building the tower. He didn't want to hurt them didn't want to, um, but he had to find a way of stopping them. And so he said, I will confuse their speech and make them all speak different languages so that they won't be able to understand one another. You try building a great tower when everybody speaks a different language. That's a sure way to put an end to a project. And that's what happened. Suddenly, not one person could understand what anybody else was saying. There was terrible confusion in the city and all the work stopped and the people went off in, uh, in different directions and scattered themselves all over the face of the earth. Um, the city, which was left unfinished, was given the name of Babel. Uh, and some say it's the place where God had made a babble out of, out of the inhabitants' speech. It's a terrific story uh, and I commend uh, the Tower of Babel to you and I hope that some of you will carry out some research over the weekend and perhaps send me a picture or two. Have a lovely day, everybody. Goodbye.